It was me and my nephew, and it was in the fall time, close to Halloween. We were walking out, and whenever we walked out, I looked up in the sky and just so happened to see this uh, red, glowing, elongated oval. We looked up at it, and then it was like going in like these small circles, like a small counterclockwise circles, and I'd never seen an aircraft move like that, and then it just stopped. This is the Cryptid Creatures Podcast. I am Brian, and with me as always is my co-host, Todd. What's up, buddy? Hello, Brian. Hello, listeners. Brian, we have something different tonight. As you know, yeah. uh, UFO encounter. Yeah, I'm excited about this one. This sounds like a good one. The more that we do this, the more I'm getting into this alien and UFO thing. Not like I used mm, to be. See, I told you. Uh, it's addicting. It's almost, you just want to hear these more and more. So, yep, I've always been the big alien guy. Yeah, so we got Ben coming on to talk about his uh, alien encounter. I believe it was in Kentucky. Yes, it was. So let's not waste any more time. Let's get him on. That's right. Let's get him. So Ben, uh, we were talking online. We know that you do an outdoor, the outdoor guy uh, channel on YouTube. You have that, right? Yeah, yeah. I've been doing that for about four years or something like that. I'm, I'm an avid outdoorsman. I, I love anything to do with it. I like hiking, hunting, fishing, pretty much anything. I'm constantly outside doing something. You know. Mm-hmm. You know, I just. I always wanted to do a YouTube channel and it's just one of those things to where, you know, like you got to just kind of get the courage up to actually do it. You wonder what people's going to think whenever you first start out and you just, you know, it's just one of those things. And, and I just was sitting at the house one day and I was talking to my wife and I just decided, you know, I'm just going to take the plunge and try it. And, I mean, it's grew substantially for me. Uh, right now, I've got around 11,000 subscribers, which is not a lot compared to some, but it's a lot for me. And then, you know, probably around two or three million views. I, I've just always uh, liked it, and I'm glad that it's grown the way that it has, the community, the people that I've got to talk to. You know, it's just a, it's just a good channel, and I, I really love doing it. Yeah, I was watching some of the videos before um, we talked here. Uh, you just do all kinds of different things. It looks like what what all the videos do you do you put on there? Well, I have uh, electronic calls for one for like people that wants to hunt, like say that they forget their call or something. You know, I I do that and and you know I always tell them to abide by whatever state law that you have. Some places don't allow electronic calls. And then I also do a lot of sawmilling videos, uh, just different outdoor stuff. You know, it, it could just be anything to do with the outdoors, anything and everything. Uh, you know, I've just, I've just loved the outdoors. There really ain't nothing else to it. It's just anything to do with the outside. Well, you've grown pretty quick Ooh. in four years. I mean, that's, that's quite a few. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Was it just people watching your videos randomly or were you promoting it or how did you get up that to that level? I actually did uh, 
promote some, uh, but mostly it just started off like I tried it at first. I had about 30 videos on there prior, and they just never would get no foot traffic, never would do any good. And then just uh, I started using like keywords and stuff in my titles that I thought that people would uh, look up, you know, like especially whenever you can go on these different websites and you can see what people type in the most on YouTube or on Google or whatever it is. Like you might go on Google and he'll say what's trending, you know, especially whenever, you know, I'm looking up outdoor stuff, whatever it is, you know, your top searches and stuff. And that's, that's really, I started putting that in my titles. I started putting that in my descriptions, started using a lot of the hashtags and, and things of that nature and then it just started taking off and then the videos that wasn't getting much traffic i would delete them off you know and then i would just integrate new new content hmm. okay. that's a good idea i think brian and i might remember that yeah <laughs> i sat around and worked on it worked on it just trying to figure out different ways watch countless hours of uh youtube videos done a lot of research on google and just you know, just different things that kind of help my channel. And that's, that's really all it is. It's just wording. And then you can promote, like I use Facebook to promote and stuff, right. which, which they're not big. They're not big on like outdoors type stuff. They are, as long as it's not to do with uh hunting and stuff, you know, in, the, in this day and age. So like my videos, that was more like challenge videos or, uh, other videos those are the ones that i would really promote on like facebook and those platforms gotcha okay we'll definitely check it out and i'm sure our listeners will as well uh but let's get into the real reason why we're talking here today you had said that you had a ufo encounter is that right yeah this this was about probably i would say anywhere from 14 to 16 years ago i can't give you an exact time frame but uh you know, I was young. I was probably around 13 or 14 year old. And uh, my mom, I was raised up on a small farm. And of a night, I would go out and fasten up her chickens. And the reason you do that is because, you know, uh, raccoons or foxes or stuff might come to try to get them. So of a night, they would roost in this little building. And so I would go out and lock them in the building so nothing could get into them and kill them. You know, and we were, uh, it was me and my nephew and it was in the fall time close to Halloween, roughly. We were walking out and whenever we walked out, I looked up in the sky and just so happened to see this, uh, red glowing elongated oval up in the sky. I mean, it was super high and, uh, me and my nephew were standing standing there and we looked up at it and then it was like going in like these small circles and you know that's kind of the only way that i could really explain to you how it was acting it was just like a like a small counterclockwise circles and i'd never seen an aircraft move like that never seen anything and then it just stopped and when it stopped it sat there it sat there for probably a good two to three minutes and we're sitting there watching this thing i mean it's every bit of as high as any plane that i've ever seen you know it, it, it looks 
to be a good distance away. And then it just stops. And then it just takes off. And you know how like a, a comet has like a tail on the back of it? That's that's kind of when it took off. It, it, it had that. And then it just disappeared. I'd never seen nothing like take off from zero to however fast that it went. I've never seen nothing that fast in my life. And, uh, you know, I'm not a, a big time believer in like stuff like that. You know, I'm very skeptical on, on about everything, but that is 100% what I've seen and, and I cannot explain it. I don't know what it is. It, it's just wild. Yeah, that sounds pretty wild. When it took off, how, I mean, was it like super fast, just like boom, or leaving that trail, or was it? Could you see it, watch it shoot off in the yeah. distance, or I I could watch it for about well, I don't know how many feet, you know, where I was so far down, but like, like it it was dead stopped, and when it takes off, it probably goes I don't not very far, but you can see see it, and then it just like disappears. And it's wild because I think about it because I think there's like 170 billion galaxies that, or that's what, that's what's estimated, you know? And then, you know, if you took like our solar system has eight planets. All right. So that would be 1360 billion planets in these galaxies. If each of them had eight and I'm sure they do. And some of them, you know, give or take. So who's to say that there's really not other life form out there? True. There has to be. You know, there's no way there's yeah, not. I agree because mm-hmm. you back um like the Native Americans, there's this place I think it's called uh the Rock Art the Rock Art panels or something like that. It's out in uh Colorado and uh I think that place is estimated to be five to 9,000 years old. It's down close to the Colorado River, somewhere in there. And like they've got paintings of uh, what can only be described as aliens. And then like over in India, I actually wrote this down. There's a place it's in the, the village of Chandali is best way I can pronounce it. You know, there's, they've got paintings over there and that's around like, 10,000 years old and then you know we've all heard of like the Egyptians how they've got different paintings and stuff like like how can there be places from all across the globe who probably had no contact with each other back then you know how can there how can there be uh, paintings of aliens and, and things of that nature if if it never did exist if they don't exist right well same way there's pyramids all the way around the world yeah, that's true. I yeah. never thought about that. Like uh, the Egyptian yeah. Aztecs and, you know, yeah. that's true. I've, I've never even thought about that. And a pyramid, you know, is a, I can't remember the show that I was watching. It seems like they were looking for gold somewhere. And, and then they were talking about pyramids, how uh, that's like a, like a symbol of empowerment in that country. You know, pyramids are all over the world. I never even thought about that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, have you guys heard of Bob Lazar? Oh yeah, yep. Yeah, you know, I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent convinced in his story, but at the same time, it does make you think, like, like it's pretty wild how he describes that stuff. I, 
Like, I think he was, what, in the 1980s, he was sent to try to help reverse engineer the UFOs or something. Yeah. He said there were eight or nine that was in the hangars. Uh, I, I do think that that's wild. Uh, but on the other, on the other end of the spectrum, like, if there was this, uh, highly intelligent, super, uh, advanced society or civilization, then why haven't they contacted us, you think? That's a good question. <laughs> Have you met us? <laughs> I mean, I was actually going to ask you that same question. What, why do you think we haven't made contact with these guys? Um, or where are they coming from? Another thing I was thinking about was if, you know, we, we know Mars is how many millions of light miles, light years, whatever you want to call it, away, however far Mars is. Yeah. I'm trying to determine how fast would, would these spacecrafts have to travel to come from so far away? Uh, obviously out of our, out of our telescope ranges, or we'd be able to detect these things maybe by now, but they have to be super far away, becoming so far away. How, how long does it take them to travel here? Or are they really traveling that far? You know, maybe they're not traveling that far. Maybe they're closer than we think, but yeah. Why haven't they? Or maybe they're using the wormholes. Maybe they have the technology. There you go. That too. Yeah. I that before, you know, and it, it's hard. It's, it's really hard for us to even, uh, you know, think of an answer for that because we're not that advanced. You know, we right. are an society, but still at the same time, how, how could they be so close and yet they never do make contact with us or anything? Do, you know, are they afraid of us? You know, what's, what's really going on there? I could, I don't, I don't think they're afraid you of know, us. What if they're so, technological you know like they're so advanced but like what if their weapons aren't that advanced uh you know it could be but i doubt that <laughs> yeah if they can do what they can do in in buying craft they probably got some or weapons. maybe they are that advanced that they're you know they've they're evolved beyond war and they see us and they you don't want anything to do with us right. you know because we kill each other at the drop of a hat yeah. see that's what i like you know uh it's like it's wired you know war has been around ever since man has been around there you know even in the bible it talks about cain and abel whenever <laughs> whenever cain slew abel i mean mm -hmm. there is war and, and there have been wars ever since the dawn of man and there and you know we've never evolved past it uh they like to pretend that we have and stuff but you know like, look at Ukraine and Russia right now, you know, right in war, people losing their lives that don't need to be losing their lives, you know, and right. and who knows, evolved past that, or that may not have even been part of their past. And that's what I wonder about. And then I could see, like, other planets out there, you know, there could be creatures on there that's, that's not exactly man-like. You know, or like the aliens that we all think aliens look like. Like there could just be different types of animals, different types of ecosystems. Um, you know, and that's that's kind of the thing. Our technology really limits us. For sure. You know, I, I have thought everything 
from one end of the spectrum to the other on aliens. And and I can tell you things that will make you probably crack up of some of my some of my theories here. You know, I've even thought so much as these things live inside the earth and they come out up from the earth. That's why people have seen spaceships rise up from water and they're just they just kind of put us out here. Maybe that's what, you know, they created us or we're just beings out here on the outer scope of the planet and they're just coming up and checking us out. You know, crazy stuff like that. Maybe they created us. Maybe they're what people think angels are. I mean, I'm getting into a kind of, of a religious aspect of it here, but nobody knows. And it's just so crazy. But people are seeing these things. People have interaction with, with greys, with aliens. The government is admitting to a point that they're not denying anything. So what is really going on? I just don't know. But it's out, they're out there. They're, they're definitely making some kind of contact with us, uh, whatever that might be, you know, from abductions to, you guys just seeing that thing flying in the air, you know? I like your theory on them coming up out of Earth and stuff like that, but you know, at the same time, I just, I just don't know. I don't know. Like, I could see why the military would want to hide stuff like that because they would use it for their own advancements. You know, they're wanting to get the newest and best, biggest weapons out. They want to be above all the other militaries in the world. You know, they want to be the most powerful it's you know i could understand why they would want to uh hide it but at the same time i wonder we've got so many people that's in this world and why hasn't there been more concrete evidence like when i went out and i seen and i seen that i, I literally seen it with my own eyes you know i don't understand what it is am i saying that it's aliens no, I'm not saying that it is. I'm saying that it's it's definitely something that I cannot explain, and I can't tell you exactly what it is. But if it is an aircraft, then it's like one that I've never seen in my life. I wrote down here, too, you know, I don't know if you'd ever seen it. Did you ever see the videos that they had released from the Pentagon? I think there was like three different ones that they had released that they had seen like some UFOs and they couldn't explain what they was and yeah. they'd never. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like that's, that's from the Pentagon, you know, that's, that's black and white and from the Pentagon. And that's, that's one of the things that aggravates me on, uh, especially trying to research UFOs and stuff like that. Like it's hard to find credible, uh, evidence on it. But that right there is actually from the Pentagon. You know, why would they even release that? Right. Because the government's doing what the government usually does when people are so vocal and they want to know stuff. They're going to give just a little bit. Yeah. They're not going to tell us everything. They never will. No. They're going to give us just enough to shut us up. And then they're going to just keep going about their business. It's just what they do. They do it with everything. Yeah, I'm surprised. Like you said, I'm surprised they even showed us those videos, period. I, I think maybe probably because they got leaked out and someone put them out there so they didn't have a choice would be my guess. Yeah, so they had to run damage control. Yeah, that you know, that's a, that's like one of the things, too. Like, uh, what makes me wonder about, like, the Bob Lazar story, right? It, if he did work there, if he did see those uh, ships and all that stuff, then... Do you think because he went so public is why they never did like shut him up? 
do you think it's because he went to all the news stations and all this stuff? And then they're like, well, you know, if we got rid of him, then that would make it completely suspicious. I mean, why do you think they let him tell all that? Oh, they've definitely tried to discredit him. I mean, they, you're right. You're probably right about that part. He's probably come out so vocally that they can't make him disappear, but they can discredit him and say he's crazy and he never worked here, <laughs> which yeah. is what they did. He did actually show, I'd, I'd read that he had actually showed like a W-2 form uh, from the Department of Naval Intelligence, uh, yeah. you know, and then they they went on and said, you know, he'd never worked there, that that W-2 form was a phony, that right. there's no department, you know, that's actually out there in Area 51 or wherever it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it does make you wonder about it, and that's what I like about it. It's kind of like uh like ghost hunting, you know, like, you know, when it, I've been before and I, I mean, it's just wild, like the stuff that you can see and, and just experience. And, and, and that's why I like reading about this stuff. It's, it's definitely interesting. Yeah, it is. That's why we started doing this. Have you ever heard I, of the, I guess it's pronounced Dulce base. Uh, it's a base, uh, conspiracy theory kind of thing that there's an underground uh, alien operated facility there and there was a gentleman I can't remember his name Brian you know who I'm talking about he was the one that came forward and talked about this he actually went down in the shaft with another military guy yeah to do something he didn't know what he was doing down there he just was doing a certain engineer or something like that and they saw a gray creature and he pointed his gun at it and it it he said it pointed his finger at him and like shocked him with electricity, but it but blew part of his hand off. The guy actually had right. missing missing fingers on his hand. Um, but he was yeah, kind of like the, I don't remember his name, but yeah, I remember this. He was kind of huh. like the Bob Lazar guy, where he knew a lot of stuff and he started leaking it out mm-hmm. and proclaiming all these crazy things. And people would go have these seminars and people go listen to him, and he's just putting it right out there. Well, the guy ended up dead like a couple months later that someone had strangled him with a surgical tube in his, in his uh, apartment. And he was in a wheelchair at that time too. So he didn't, he didn't, it wasn't a suicide. So yeah. Right. I got to find out that guy's name, but, but it's out there. Yeah. We got to look that up. Yeah. We've talked about that one before. Dude, I need to read that. I've never, I've never actually heard that story. Wow. Yeah. We'll see if we can find that and we'll send it to you. Yeah. Look up D-U-L-C-E. Uh that's the name of the uh, the place where supposedly this place has happened. Yeah, that's uh, I, that's wild. You know, there is a lot of unexplained uh, stories that's out there. Uh, that's why that's why I like it though. Like you sit and think, like I said, there's a hundred and seventy billion estimated galaxies that's uh, that's out there. I mean, the potential for life is crazy to, to even think that Earth is the only planet in 170 billion galaxies with life on it there's no way even whoever would have created god whoever created all that whatever your belief is however it got there why would you only have one little speck a dot of the earth as small as it can be uh micro sized down when you're looking at the whole big picture why would you only have that planet have life on it why why would you create all the rest I mean, that's that's crazy to me. Out of 170 billion galaxies, you're going to tell me there's no life. They've got to be life. They've got to be something. Oh, yeah. I mean, even even if even if 
uh, aliens as we know it don't exist, if there was no UFOs, if, if, if none of that was real, there is still got to be life out of all those planets. They've got to be somewhere, right. you know, and I, I just think that it's wild. I, I really like, uh, reading about it. I like, I like listening to podcasts about it. Uh, a buddy of mine actually is one who got me listening to you guys about, uh, Bigfoot hunting and, and things of that nature. You know, I, I like listening to it. I like listening to people's opinions, what they think. And, and that's just one of the things that I like about UFOs and, and reading about it and stuff. You just, you never know. It's something, it, it's just something to occupy your mind. It's something to just think about. And, and I really do, I really do like the UFO stuff. Yeah, I was watching yeah. a couple of documentaries actually, and I, I really wasn't into UFOs too much until, until we got into it here and aliens and whatnot. But I was watching a couple of documentaries where these people were abducted and they talk about what these creatures either said to them or mind spoke to them. And it's just weird what they said. And it really strikes, strikes an interest in me because one time a lady said that, uh, they looked at her and said, don't worry, we're not going to hurt you. We've been here for a long time. I found that strange. And then another guy had said that um, he was screaming. He remembers being locked, held down, and he was screaming. They were doing something, and, and the alien said something like, he was laughing at him, saying, what are you screaming for? I'm not hurting you. Something like, you know, he's done it a ton of times before. So you re you hear that stuff, and if you want to believe these people and they're telling the truth, what does that mean? You know, we've been here for a long yeah. time. Maybe we are their experiment. Yeah, that that's what I think. A lot of people too believe that they uh like they communicate uh through their mind and stuff like that. Like it's not actual speech is is what that I've seen. A lot of people yeah. say that. You know, I'm not sure on all that. I just know that whenever I went out in the fall, whenever I was about thirteen or fourteen year old, I looked up and I seen this big red oval up in the sky and I cannot tell you what it is and I don't know man I just it's just so interesting on it and then like another thing that struck me like really thinking about it like every civilization that you can do research on has some form of ancient civilization that says that there was aliens you know why why would they because I blood you know, I believe that they've had some type of uh, contact with them or, or seen something. They had to. Oh, yeah. Well, look how fast we evolved, technologically speaking, over the last, I don't know, a couple hundred years, a couple thousand years. I mean, we've made leaps and bounds in technology and, and everything. Where, where did that come from? You know, we're not that smart. Maybe aliens are us in the future and they're just coming back to make sure we do shit right. Yeah, I don't well, know. You want a piss poor job of it? Let me tell you. Throwing it out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. They are. Get your shit together, aliens. Help us. Yeah, out right. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah. They're going. They're they're doing an awful job at it. Uh, but I know that. Uh, I don't know. It's just one of those things, you know. Me and a friend of mine, he listens to your guys' podcast all the time. He's the one who introduced me to it. Uh, cool. Cool. He, he believes 100% that there's aliens and, or at least he, 
he thinks that there's aliens and you know i i kind of do too I, there's definitely something out there right yeah there is i wanted to ask you real quick <clears throat> you said it was high up as a plane but you you could see some size to this thing right i mean you could tell it had it wasn't just like a red dot you said you could see the shape of this thing yeah so how big do you think Based on how far away, I mean, I know it's hard to judge, but do you, how big do you think this thing really was? If you had to guess, uh, probably the size of like a passenger plane, maybe a little bigger. Okay, but it was wider, like you know, on a plane. Uh, but I'm talking about like it was red and like glowing. I don't know if it was from where it's been hot or what it was, but like, like it looked wider. But probably the same length as a as like a as like a big passenger plane. But it looked a little bit wider. But it was in an oval shape, and then it was sitting there just doing like like these small counterclockwise circles. Hmm. I mean, it's wildly. I've never moved like that in my life. I don't. I don't know. Right. Like I'm not the guy. I'm not the kind of guy that. That I know you guys do a lot of Bigfoot hunting. I'm not the kind of guy that'll go out with you and, and say that he said, see something. I physically got to see something, you know. And like that night, I really did see something. I don't know what it was. I can't tell you 100% it was a flying saucer, but I can tell you that it's like nothing I've ever seen before, you know. Right. Well, in all those years out hunting, Ben, did you ever have any weird things happen out there or, or any kind of uh inclination that bigfoot was around or do you what's your thoughts on bigfoot in general all right i'll just tell you the story of bigfoot i'll uh so i got some other friends and they actually do bigfoot hunt but i've been watching uh you know that tv show bigfoot hunter whatever it's called yeah there's several of them find a bigfoot something like that uh the reason that it bothered me over that over that show because I know a place that they went and they said that there was some people living in this cabin there and that they had been seeing encounters with Bigfoot and stuff like that. And I know exactly where the place has been. Actually, I went with some buddies of mine, Bigfoot hunting there, and there is no one that lives there. And then to me, I know that they're wanting the entertainment for the TV purposes and stuff like that. But if you're actually going to look for Bigfoot, you know, I want to hear facts from the start of the show to the end of the show, you know, like, like that really, that really bothered me. But I went hunting or I went hiking and a buddy of mine was telling me, what is it that Bigfoot does with those trees? He'll put them up in like uh, triangles or something, or he'll lean them against each other. Right. And axes and stuff like that. Yep. Yeah. Tree okay. Yep. Tree structures. That's what I was trying to, that's what I was trying to think of. Uh, yep. I'd went hiking and I'd send my buddy like pictures of stuff like that. And he said that, uh, that, it was Bigfoot that he thought that it was Bigfoot. You know, how can you explain that those uh, trees had fell in that particular direction and all that stuff? But the way I see it is if Bigfoot was real, right? And and I know a lot of people think that 
the government is covering it up, but like, what benefit would it have to our government? Because the government's going to cover up things that benefits them, whether it's military speaking or whatever it is. And and I kind of think it's like if you believe it's real and you go out of a night and you're hunting for it, then then you may find something. But is it 100% Bigfoot? You know, I'm not I'm not sure on that. Yeah, there's a lot of things out there that people are seeing besides Bigfoot. You know, Dogman, uh, Wendigo, whatever. Who knows? I mean, people are seeing something, I can tell you that much. Brian and I can attest to all the people mm-hmm. we've talked to, all the encounters we've heard, all the similarities in the encounters, the descriptions. And these people don't know each other. You know, they don't know they don't know Joe, who we talked to two days ago, versus Bill, who we're talking to tonight, telling us the same things, the same kind of looks same experiences who live on other precedents of the, the country and don't know each other. Um, right. So like I always say, if somebody's telling the truth, if one person's telling the truth, it's got to be real. So, Or they're seeing something they can't explain and they know it's not a bear, so what is it? You know what I'm saying? Right. right. Well, you know, I just wonder though, you know, like, this, this is my thing. Like, do you think that it could be like some type of spirit i know that sounds crazy but do you think it could be because something an animal this is me i've hunted all my life an animal is how could i say it like a turkey it can see better than us you know a deer can smell better than us a coyote can see and hear and smell better than us but we see those animals you know people that's going out to hunt after this thing why would you go and not kill your scent? Why would you go making a lot of noise? You know, why would you go out? Um, I don't know. I know, you know, like if I was going to hunt something, then I'm going to kill my scent. I'm going to be as quiet as possible. I'm going to set out trail cameras. You know, I'm going to do all this stuff uh, to make sure that I get to see it. Like the, their experiences that I've heard and read, like they're just walking through the woods and then they'll see something, you know, like, like, why wouldn't you take like those extra steps to actually hunt this thing? Well, some of those encounters are purely accidental. I mean, some are just, I'm just, you know, when I take a hike out in the woods to see nature and all of a sudden, bam, either they take that by, they take Bigfoot by surprise or vice versa. You know what I mean? It's, they're not, most of them are not necessarily Bigfoot hunters. They're just people that enjoy in the woods, you know? Kind of like me with the UFO. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't, exactly. but whenever I seen that up in the sky, it was kind of hard to deny. Right. If you weren't out looking for UFOs, you just happened to see it. Yeah. That, you know, I could see that. Uh, on your guys's take, I got a question for you since I've been on here. Uh, do you think that Bigfoot is a living, breathing, like animal type creature? Or do you think that it is more like spiritual, more like a mistaken identity? Or, or what do you think it is? I think for the most part, I think they're pretty much terrestrial being. Um, do I think there's a, some kind of supernatural involved? I think so. Um, 
Because, you know, if you go back to Native American lore, they they believe it too, that that Bigfoot is some, some type of spiritual entity. You know what I mean? So it's, I can go either way. That's what I kind of think. Like, like I think that it would be more spiritual in my opinion because because there's no hard evidence of it. You know, like uh, there is some. I know that there, I know that there's people that's out there. You know that that finds this or that. But but you know what I mean. Like there's not like a a dead Bigfoot in someone's freezer somewhere. You know, is it something that they see? I think that, uh, I think that it's more like spiritual is what I kind of think or extraterrestrial, like you say, you know, I, I th- yeah, like I, I just kind of think that it's, it's just one of those things. And, and, and who knows, you know, I never did believe in ghosts really until one day, one day I was out and, uh, me and some friends was, we was out making a movie. I'll tell you what we was doing. And we was, we was shooting these different scenes of this, of this movie. And then we were in this old house and did not have any type of ghost hunting on our mind or anything. And there was this, this house's, uh, floor was warped, you know, like it had waves in it, I guess, where the boards had drawed moisture before and it warped up and, and the door was open. Well, well, that light that was shining through the door kept messing with our shot. You know, we kept getting a glare on our camera. So me and me and my friend had grabbed this door and and pulled as hard as we could. I was actually sitting down on my hind end, uh, kicking the door to try to get it to close. So that way that the light wouldn't shine through and keep messing with our shot. And we could not close that door for nothing at all. And we'd sit there for a good five minutes and we'd finally just said, forget it. We'll just shoot it. If it don't turn out good, then we'll just edit it out or whatever it was. And, and we had sit there and we were filming this little scene. And then all of a sudden that door slammed shut hard, like a full grown man slammed the door <laughs> as hard as you could ever slam it. And, and I'll tell you right now, I'm 200 and. 40 pounds. I work out. I, I do a lot of things. I should have been able to shut that door, but I couldn't because the way that floor was. And uh, that thing, I'm telling you, it slammed like a grown man. It just slammed a, a good door as hard as he could. And when it slammed, actually part of the door uh, facing had broke little piece off. And, wow. and we had it on film my friend still has it but we were actually shooting that part whenever that happened hmm. so wow. so that's some you know that yeah. is wild what'd you guys do when that happened did you get the hell out of there or what actually no we we tried to look and and try to figure out how on the earth that that door closed because because we're not i mean you just got to understand we're we're baffled because we've set for five minutes trying to close this door however long and, oh, yeah. and literally i was on my back kicking the far out of that door and could not get it closed for nothing <laughs> and then and then they slammed so so we're looking around and everything and we're like finally we're just decide we're just like we better get out of here you know and we just walk out but like it was the craziest thing 
And I've been ghost hunting before. And to that point, I was skeptical. I'm like, there's no such thing. You know, there's no way that it's real. And then it takes an experience like that to like, well, maybe there's something, you know, cause it, and that's yeah. what I think, like, as far as Bigfoot goes, that's what I kind of think that it is, in my opinion. Like, like I think it is people having, like, supernatural experiences kind of when they're hunting or whatever it is. Because I just think that an animal, if he's seen you coming, if he heard you coming, uh, I just think he would run away unless they're some type of territorial animal. Unless, you know, unless it ha- was like a bear with cubs, you know, like, well. or even deer with baby deer you know like a like a like protective of their young you know that's that's just kind of what i think my opinion on it yeah i think people when people have encounters one or two things go on there it's because they caught the bigfoot off guard he wasn't realizing people were gonna be there or when he run across the highway he didn't realize a car was coming and people saw him and that's the most common encounter people are having is just kind of seeing in their vehicle you're better off driving around a very wooded area by a river where these things are supposedly supposed to be seen and see one that way than probably are hiking down a trail some days but yeah these things are elusive you know they're they know their territory they know how to go deep into the woods and get away and they know where we're at at all times if someone enters the woods they they're close by they know it um, so if, if they want to be seen, they might show their face, but otherwise it's got to be just a chance you caught them off guard kind of thing, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they also don't, uh, don't they believe that like, uh, don't they communicate with like knocks and, and things of that nature? Cause I know whenever I'd actually went once and, and we were in a, in a spot and like they would take like this stick and then hit like a tree and, I mean, it was fun. I, I enjoyed getting out with my buddies, you know, and we, and we went. It, it was fun. I never did see nothing or, or hear anything, but, but we really did have a, a blast doing it. I mean, it was fun as can be. Yeah, I'm surprised as much as you've gone out and been hunting, you haven't had any kind of weird experience. Where, where do you hunt at? What state are you hunting in? Kentucky. Okay. I'm just surprised you haven't had any kind of weirdness go on yet, or if you're still hunting, you probably eventually will something. Right. You know, find a footprint, hear a scream, see something. Have you ever had anything weird when you're out there just you couldn't explain? As far as me out in the woods, the only thing that I could ever say that unexplained, you know, I've heard like some type of animal uh, screaming, but I couldn't tell you what it is unless it was like a bobcat or something like that. Uh, the, other than that, there's really not been a lot. You know, like they say, like those uh, tree knocks is what you call it. I have heard stuff similar to that. But, you know, I just, I don't know if it's like an animal or what it is. So, so I couldn't really tell you for sure, like, if I've actually heard any like evidence on bigfoot or or anything like that but those are some things that i've seen and heard that i can't explain Mm -hmm. well if you're out there hunting in the woods of kentucky eventually and you keep doing it something may just happen but you know seeing the bigfoot or having interaction Mm -hmm. is kind of like winning the lottery i guess too but a lot more people nowadays are doing it or, or having that happen more and more yeah yeah those are just the ones that are getting reported you know Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, 
I mean, it, it's interesting for sure. Like I said, I don't, I'm just, I'm very skeptical on stuff until I actually see it. And then, you know, that's, but I'm not dismissing it. I'm not saying I wouldn't ever go Bigfoot hunting because I went, you know, I'm not saying that. And, right. and in my opinion, I think it's a healthy hobby. If you want to get out, what's better than going out in nature and, and hiking around and, and seeing what you can see, regardless exactly. of what yeah. good or not, you know, it's, yeah, it's at least, it's at least good for you. Yeah. <laughs> it, oh, it's good for you. And, you yeah. know, if you even Bigfoot, man, go out and find him because yeah. you might yeah. do it. You never know. You be one that finds more evidence than anyone else. And, and you could be that guy. And, and, you know, I yeah. think, it, I think it's awesome. Yeah. Cool. My wife is not a believer, but she likes to hike. So, you know, she hikes and I squatch. That's how we do it. <laughs> I want to say, you know, hike and I mountain bike and, and things. And I, you know, it's just good to get out. Oh yeah. yeah everybody should enjoy physically nature. and mentally. Yeah. Growing up, I never appreciated what this world had to offer, what this country had to offer. Now that I'm older and we get out and we see things and, and, and we go places, it's like I, I'm just amazed by the beauty in this country alone and, and the wilderness. Mm -hmm. And I'd love to be out in it. I'd love to experience it just, just for that reason only. Uh, but, yeah, it's, 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 if you see a Bigfoot, even better, you know. Right. Maybe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, hey, Ben, we appreciate you coming on and talking to us today. Hey, thank you guys for having me. We appreciate it. And we will be checking out your channel some more. Yep. All right. And I'll be checking you guys out too. I love listening to your podcast. Keep it up. We appreciate it, man. Thank you. We appreciate that. Be careful out there hunting. If you see something, get in touch with us. Let us know. Yeah, for sure. Will do, guys. I'll see you later. All right. Take care. All right. Thanks, Ben. You know, when he first started describing this, what popped in my head was helicopter. But yeah, but he said there wasn't no sound. There wasn't, and then just the whole color of it, and then the way it was, it was going counterclockwise. Mm -hmm. you know, a helicopter doesn't do that unless it's plumbling down, you know, coming down. Right. Unfortunately, right. Um, but, but yeah. Uh, but he had he had a lot to say. He had a lot of knowledge. He was he was fun to talk to. Yeah. And uh, maybe we got him convinced there are Bigfoot. Yeah, maybe definitely have to check out his YouTube channel and uh, the outdoors oh, sure. guy what it's yeah. called see some more of his videos yeah it sounds like fun with that my friend we will wrap this up and get on out of here good talking right to on. you as always always fun all right we'll talk to you later see ya